Okay, sorry. No, don't be. Yeah, you really should be. <laughs> Thank you. F- so, finally, someone who's honest with me. <laughs> yeah, I refuse to stand up to Jess. This is a, <laughs> it's a welcome change of pace. She lords over me. Hell yeah, how do you want to be introduced? What title do you want? Comedian is fine. Great. Or let's do comedian, actor, writer. Comedian, actor, writer, great. Or ka in bird terms. I'm really upset that you... I'm really upset. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my brain is broken. Hello and welcome to Birder. I barely... What's wrong? I kept... I kept expect... Expect... I feel like the countdown was long. Oh, did I start from 10 again by accident? I have no idea. Okay. I heard five, four, three, and then I knew you were going to do two, one, and then I looked up and you were still counting. I was trying to figure out the the stopwatch, so that was on me. Okay. Uh, so anyway, welcome to Birder. I really know we're the only birding podcast where the hosts can't seem to get their shit together up top. I'm your host, Dewey Cassidy, along with my co-host. Jessica Cristiano. I guess host plural was a little generous there, because I think you typically have your shit together. Not me. Really? No, and I'm I'm fighting a cough again. Oh, One sorry. Second. We have <laughs> Jess, uh, Jess has tuberculosis, <coughs> so we have to... Is that a disease people still get? Should I not make fun of that? Uh, I think people do still get it. Okay, I won't make fun of, I won't make fun of tuberculosis. I'll cut that from the episode. You can say I have rickets. Yeah, Jess has the rickets, uh, which, not to be confused with the owners of the Chicago Cubs, who I have very mixed feelings about, just because, you know, they, they blocked the Bryce Harper deal. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, love the Cubs. I don't even know what you're saying. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, well, go Cubs. Before we go to another weeds, we should bring on our guest. So please welcome comedian, actor, writer, or Ka Janine Hogan. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Of course, how's it going, Janine? Oh my God, it's so good. I am a professional birder. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we did pay you eight hundred dollars, so you are. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. A little low, but yeah. um, you know, it's my first gig. But this is this is pretty life changing for me. So yeah, thank yeah, us yeah. too. Yeah, we're happy to have you this on. This is major. Yeah. This is a huge get for us. It really <laughs> Thank is. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. So, Janine, you being on here is a special occasion because you are the beginning of our very first event, except for, I guess we did posthumously make uh, Mutual Aid Month an event, but uh, that was an accident. But this also was an accident where I have unintentionally booked several guests in a row whose names start with J. So... We're doing a little miniature event called Oops, All J's and Brandon, because I booked a bunch of guests whose names start with J and one guest named Brandon. Okay. So with this event, every <laughs> week we'll be going over birds with someone with a J name, and each week we will highlight a North American J, and we'll reveal this week's J later in the episode. Buckle up. Buckle up, buckaroos. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. That was accidentally a South Park quote. Didn't like that. Ugh. Um, anyway. I've never seen it. It's fine. I'm actually uh, morally against South Park because they invented ginger and all the hate for gingers. Right. So yeah, is that true? I, yes. Wow. They started kick a ginger day. <laughs> is that a thing? That. Yes. Okay, Janine, are you showing off your gingerness? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Janine like opened her button up when she was like. <laughs> I I don't know why I did that. I got nervous. <laughs> Nervous we're going to kick you? Well, because you're outnumbered ginger-wise on the podcast. I know, I know. Well, because I did accidentally make a ginger joke on the uh, on the hike today. We looked at the house finch, and I said they had a red head, and you're like, oh, like me. And I was like, yeah, that bird has no soul. No, that was a good uh, joke. Okay, well. It's a good joke. I just. I didn't want to insult your people. No, I don't give a is fuck. Is that also from the gingers have no soul thing? Is that also South Park? It I is. think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. Sorry. I'm triggered. I, I hate culture. Qu- well, <laughs> on South Park, they don't believe in that. So, uh, yeah, they actually, really don't. They really don't. So, what a good show. Uh, well, thank you for coming on. Sorry for hate criming you immediately. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This is very fun. I'm honored to be one of the Jays. The first Jay. Yeah, the first Jay, yes. So, Janine, you and I know each other from the improv space. We do. Many, many years ago. But you were never on an improv space team, right? You were just... Uh, around no i was around i did a lot of shows there but uh never auditioned for a house team yeah because you did you find it pretty quick after you moved to la yeah i found it uh i had never done comedy at all and then yeah. i actually Wait, met, really yeah never uh and then i worked on a funnier die shoot with some of the guys from Irwin street 
and they were like, oh, right. there's this thing called improv. You should do it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I don't what know. A, that... that's, a, that's a sentence that ruins many lives. It's like <laughs> yeah. the guy taking drugs for the first time in a rock biopic. They're like, this is, it's, there's this thing called heroin. You should really try yeah. it. <laughs> um, so I started going to the jams and then started doing the mics. And then uh, here I am 10 years later, fucking stuck doing comedy. <laughs> Yeah, because you you do stand up. You also do a very cool thing, which is looping, right? So how'd you get into that? That's actually kind of that's really all I do right now. Yeah, and you're very good at it, if I must say. Thank you. You have to say that. What is that for for the people who don't know? Uh, looping is basically I. It's when you go back in time to kill somebody, so that way they don't uh, restart. If they don't or laugh, like, if you have seen that movie. If someone doesn't laugh at me, I go back in time and I kill them before they came to my show. <laughs> Just to make sure there's. My my laugh rate is 100%. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, no, it is uh, this machine that I could go like this. Did it loop? It did not loop. <laughs> I love... That's because it's like, I w it won't pick up my equipment. That's funny. Yeah. But it's this machine that uh, I use where I beatbox and freestyle rap, layering vocals over myself to create improvised comedic songs based off audience suggestion. It's a mouthful. Oh. Yeah. But you've memorized it, so. That's cool. Yeah, I've had to say it so many times because everyone's like, <laughs> you do stand-up? And I'm like, not exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you do stand up, so that's a, that's part of it. That's true. A lot of the time I'm standing, not always. Yeah. Because, Janine, you are very good at self-marketing. Uh, I have one of your stickers on my laptop as we speak. If For those of you who haven't seen Janine, you may have seen her face plashed along various uh, light poles and whatnot around Lo Los Angeles. Thank you so much. I actually initially got them for a festival and then was like, well, like, I guess I got to keep doing this. Um, and so now I just have a lot of them. <laughs> right. Because you were booked at Firefest, right? That's why you. you yeah, I went for. to Firefest. Fire when everyone was like really cold, they would lay their my stickers over their body as like, <laughs> a little blanket. <laughs> um, so I was kind of like a hero out there. <laughs> so you say you didn't do comedy till you came to the improv space. So did you come out here to like work in TV or like what was the? I did. Yeah, I was doing uh, when I was in. I'm from South Florida and I was doing like music videos, uh, event recaps. I did a couple weddings. So I basically had like my own little like production business. Uh, and I just wow. wanted to work on bigger stuff. And so I uh, bought a one way ticket. Never been to L.A. Uh, came here, slept on a couch for a couple months, upgraded to a air mattress. Big deal. Whoa. Uh, then Whoa. eventually. That's upper mobility. Yeah. Then eventually got a, an actual bedroom. And uh, <laughs> here I am ever since. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. So did you have a fun name for your production company or was it just Janine Hogan Productions? It was literally just Janine Hogan Productions. That's still Even now, like, like, even now I have an S Corp for tax reasons, which. Mm -hmm is really good if you're listening <laughs> good. i hope that you're whispering and on something that we are recording and broadcasting i hope the like. fbi isn't listening but it's really good for taxes um but even that i felt i was like oh my god i have to choose a name it's so much pressure and so i just did janine hogan incorporated because I, <laughs> I got really overwhelmed and was like ah it's got to be so good and it's forever i can't commit to that yeah uh, i think you made the right choice thank you um because you've worked on some pretty interesting stuff at one point you worked on something that in my neck of the woods, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, you also worked on Expedition Bigfoot. I did. Uh, shout out to your mom, who I think likes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I, yes, my mom did watch Expedition Bigfoot. Sorry. I thought you were. The joke was that my mom was Bigfoot, is what I thought. Oh, my <laughs> God. No. Like, your mom is so hairy that she was on the Patterson tape. I wasn't Jesus sure was the, Christ. Uh... <laughs> Could you imagine if that was. I've never met or seen your mom. Uh, and that yeah. was a, a bit, my go-to bit. It's like, your fucking mom's I, I love it. I think it's a good. <laughs> um, but yes, you're one of your mom's favorite shows, Expedition Bigfoot on Travel Channel. Yeah. Uh, we looked for Bigfoot, oh. and that's pretty yeah. much it. We used like technology to search for the big guy. Did you find him? Didn't catch him. Ah, so close. No. Maybe next season. <laughs> next season, yeah. we're definitely going to get him. So that sort of searching for Bigfoot sort of is a natural segue to our next question. So on the topic of wildlife and the search of wildlife, Janine, you grew up in South Florida. I did. Home of the skunk ape. Uh, what is your history with birds and or birding? Um, if any. I, I've seen them. I've seen birds. Right. They're around. Um, Podcast never... over. 
and that's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> I have never done any. I've never looked for them until today. Sure. But yeah. I did own a cockatiel when I was younger, named Bubba, and I only Whoa. taught. I only taught it one thing, and it was just that when every single person walked in the room, he would do like the <laughs> whistle. <laughs> uh, so you made then, him a pervert. Yes, yeah, that was the only thing he knew. But then my brother got mad at me and uh, let him loose. So shout out to Bubba. I hope he lived a good oh. life out there. <laughs> oh my God. Well, yeah, that's fingers like, crossed. Yeah. That's pretty dark revenge. Yeah. Right? It's kind of extreme, <laughs> like, but, you know. Jesus. Because yeah, yes, you wow. grew up in a, a pretty forested area, right? There's plenty of wildlife around and stuff. Yeah, definitely a lot of uh, creatures, a lot of um, alligators, uh, sandhill cranes were. Whoa, yeah. Uh, a big, I think they may, maybe, I assume they still are, but they were like all around big, big daddy babies. Yeah. Um, and then the listeners, uh, sandhill cranes are these gigantic birds. A lot of people, when they see an egret, they think, oh, that's a crane, but no, cranes are even bigger. Um, they're these big gray guys with red, red spots on their heads. If you're a fan of King of the Hill, um, is accidentally killed by uh, Hank and company, and one, I can't remember what the plot of the episode is, but they, they when they're hunting, they kill a, oh, Bobby kills a, they don't care. They don't need to hear this story. Why am I telling this? I don't know. Nobody cares that Bobby thought it was a snipe and killed it. I know a lot of people only can really think about birds in reference to King of the Hill. So I that's think true. what you're okay, doing that, is, really, is really smart. Okay, that's fair. You have to make that connection uh, for us. We went on a birding trip today. So Jess, do you want to read up the list of birds me and Janine saw? Yeah. Jess, do you usually go out on the... I do, but I'm. I got covid last week and i'm still testing positive yeah i heard but usually i Bummer. do sorry dude yeah, jess is in the, the rough patch where she has almost no symptoms but can't leave the house yeah not fun it's like you're falsely convicted of a crime it's exactly like that i'm on house arrest you guys saw house wrens scrub jays house finches alan's hummingbird uh spotted toeys she got it. uh dark-eyed juncos california California toey, northern mockingbirds, and scaly-breasted moon. It's either moonia or munia. I forgot to look at the pronunciation. Munia. But it's like <laughs> but it's a m u n i a. M u n i a. Um. So Janine, mm-hmm. of those birds we saw, yeah, m u n i a and munia was its name. Oh. Uh, did you remember? Bird- did you memorize all that? Wow. Those like, did you go? Dewey, did you go home and like write down? So yeah, what I'm supposed to do is keep a list. Um, but yesterday I was, or last week I was spoiled by Claudio keeping a list for me. because uh, normally Jess keeps a list because she's very good at it. But today I was supposed to keep a list and I did not. So I went home and I just went through my memory of all the stuff we saw. So, oh, yeah. wow. Uh, yeah, well, it's question? easy to remember because I shout and point at them. Uh, so I have a, a visual memory of shouting, pointing, and looking at Janine and saying, "There's your guy." So it's a, it was a little easier to recall that way. Um, so of those birds we saw, Janine, do you remember any that struck out to you? If you can't remember the name, maybe you remember what they look like or anything. Or I remember the Big Daddy Hawk. Cause oh, yes. I forgot to write that down. We saw a red-shouldered hawk at the very end. Because Ooh. we had already talked about hawk and how I was like, a hawk is like a beast. Like, hawks are scary. I don't know why. Because they... you were saying that hawks have street cred, is what you yeah. were saying. Yeah. Hawks have street cred. Totally. See? Thank you. Like, Dewey's acting like that was the craziest thing anyone's ever said. Absolutely. They I didn't have... say, I didn't, like, point at you. <laughs> yeah, but I felt it in the air. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I liked that one just because it was big It's strong. I feel like that one is, like, um, it's, like, it'll flex on some small birds. Like, it'll be, like, don't fucking come near me, dog. <laughs> and can eat. I just imagine it swooping down and picking up a small dog. Yeah, as a dog owner, you probably have to be on the lookout for stuff like that because you have a pretty small dog, right, Meatball? Yeah, but she's a chunk. She's a little chunk. <laughs> so <laughs> she's too heavy. Like, is yeah. she a dachshund? What is she again? She's um a mini pincher terrier mix. Okay. There she is, a star. That dog seems big. Yeah, I remember her being much smaller. Maybe I confused her with Butters. Is the issue? Butters is very small, but yeah. maybe she's put on a little weight. Maybe she hasn't. I don't know. Who's to say? Why do we have to? <laughs> that... Let's not focus on that. Good dog. Uh, yeah, so we saw that red-shoulder hawk, and that was crazy because the hawk, I was putting on sunscreen before you got there, and the hawk flew up to me right on like the uh, light pole right in front of me. I got to watch it for like five minutes, and then literally a minute before you showed up, it flew away. 
Um, wow. So that was a really cool moment. I didn't get to get a single photo because it flew away before I finished the sunscreen. But uh, it's really cool to see those yeah, guys. Yeah, you had sunblock in your eyes. Yeah, I had sunblock in my eyes. We talked. <laughs> Janine and I have talked about that our bodies seem to repel sunscreen. Mine goes straight for the eyes and Janine goes straight for the mouth. I don't know why, but at some point, I know. What do you mean? I don't know. I just, every time I put on sunblock, I realize not that long in the future. I'm like, oh, I have a bad taste in my mouth. And somehow it's oh. sunblock. Is it like, because you're like sweating? And I think it's, it's the sweat, in. yeah. That happens if I sweat too much, it gets in my eyes real bad. Yeah, I actually, well, I actually don't sweat at all, so. Never, really? I never sweat. You got the rock climber surgery, right, where they cut off all your sweat glands everywhere? Mm-hmm, yeah, so I don't get slippery hands. Yeah. Is that why they do it? <laughs> they do that, and uh, there's a fun fact about it, is that when you shut off the sweat glands in your upper body, it makes the lower body ones, like, just release the floodgates, so you just have, like, permanent swamp ass. <laughs> Oh, so it's a real Faustian bargain, pound of flesh deal. Also, it's a surgery? Well, yeah, because they got to, like, close off the glands. That's crazy. Uh, Shut the valves and whatnot. I thought of, I have, I was on Floor's Lava on Netflix, and... Oh, yes, I, we need to talk about that, but continue. We do? Do we? Um, my nephews love you. Or my, my <laughs> nephews and niece. Shoutouts to my fans. They thought you, they thought you and Alyssa were so funny. I, the, honestly... Wait, you were on it? I was, yeah. Like in it? Yeah. Wow. Um, but you were the lava. Fine. I was actually the lava. Do you With not your ginger hair, yeah. Do, do you not recognize me? <laughs> Weird. Um, but I, but we were on that episode, and we very much were like we knew we were there for comedic relief because we went up against firefighters and rock climbers. And I don't know if you know the premise <laughs> of Floors Lava, but yeah. uh, spoiler alert: the rock climbers were pretty good at it. So <laughs> we did not win. <laughs> well, the firefighters, they almost won, but the last station was a vaccine clinic, so they couldn't, they couldn't they go couldn't, on They couldn't, yeah, they wouldn't go. Are firefighters anti-vax? A lot of LA firefighters are anti-vax, yeah. So. Oh. Did any of the lava, like, get in your mouth or anything? Or, like, your nose? or? Yeah, the lava was actually really terrible. People don't realize um, yeah. that it's lube-based because it had to be fully uh, safe, because we went fully submerged in it, so it technically had to be safe to eat. So I was going to say, I was like, my fear was that it was some sort of, like, super cancer liquid, but if it's just, like, food, lube and food coloring, that's really funny. Apparently, if you've had Panda Express orange chicken, you've had this lava. Lava is what they said. They won't tell anyone the secret recipe, whatever. I'm like, who fucking cares? So, what? orange chicken is is covered in lube? Apparently... Yeah, there's some some crossover there. I guess, yeah, like an oil-based. Pretty slippery. Or even like a water-based lube and like maybe. Did it taste orangey? No, I wish. That'd be interesting. I actually don't think I, t I don't remember tasting it. But when we got out, it was like they had multiple PAs that would come and like squeegee you off because like <laughs> you were like covered in, in the lava yeah. slime. So. Jess, is that something you want to happen? The look on your I, face? I, no, I want to. I want to be the squeegee. <laughs> uh, kind of a fun. That sounds gig. really satisfying. Yeah, it's like yeah. watching those power washing videos. Oh, it's like it. what I imagine. I bet like the people on Great British Baking Show have the have the most like the PAs on that show have the most fun just going grocery shopping and doing dishes and eating. Cake. Yeah, the guys to get a squeegee off Paul Hollywood. That sounds fun. Doing dishes and cleaning up. Kind of. Well, when you test negative, come on over to my house, girlie. <laughs> <laughs> well the grocery shopping it sounds better i guess yeah i don't know still i just want to eat the cake uh, the anyway bread. back to the birds uh, oh right yeah we're anyway yes yeah, so a red-tailed hawk or red-shouldered hawks yeah you get those in florida actually but the ones that you get in florida they're of a paler variety so like their chest is like more whitish gray it's very interesting the way that they sort of uh look in different areas but yeah jess what do you typically think about the big hawks we see i think they're cool yeah and I also think they're cute, and they kind of they toe the line in a way that's really interesting. <laughs> they're really? like bad boys. They're like they're like they are cute, bad boys. but they're also cool, and they're also tiny, but they're also big. Okay. So, hmm. <laughs> what do you guys think? I no, I think that's a that's a good analysis. They're kind of. Uh... I cute is not the word I would I would think of. Really? Again, these are bad boys. These are fucking. These are, this is an edgy yeah. bird. Like this bird. That's true. Fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, I buy that. I don't, I gotta look up if they have penises or not. That'll be a, that'll be a later thing. 
I'm going to look it up now. They might <laughs> yeah, have I kind of need to know. Thank you. We were all doing do it birds, on our sides. Do birds all have penises? Um, some birds do, and some birds have cloacas. Which is? Most birds have cloacas. What's really it's... annoying is that they there's no website that tells you what bird does and doesn't have a penis, but 90% of, percent of birds don't have penises. Maybe you should make that website. <gasps> it's like Mr. Skin, but for birds. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you should put it on our website. Yeah. For Patreon. Just put a little... Uh, people can yeah. pay extra money, and then they'll get to see which birds have dicks. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good idea. It's like a bird OnlyFans. Yeah. Well, apologies to apologies to Bree that we have gone over, or we have to erase our day since cloaca sign. Uh, we're back to zero, and we mentioned the cloaca again. Wait, what is, uh, uh, what is cloaca? So cloaca, I'm glad you asked. Cloaca is the hole that does it all. So a lot of birds, um, instead of having a vagina or a penis, they have a cloaca, which is literally just a hole that they poop, pee, and reproduce out of. So what they Whoa. do when they mate, instead of insertion, they do what's called a cloacal kiss, or they will press cloacas and the male will ejaculate into the female cloaca. Wow, and that works? Yeah, that's how they do it. So most of the birds we saw, I think all the birds we saw today have cloacas. Not Most of them don't. Like most of them have, or most of them don't have penises. So like ducks have penises, swans, ostriches and emus, which I have said a thousand times, too big to have a penis. That freaks me out. Um, they have penises, uh, but for the most part, like most songbirds have cloacas, most water, a lot of waterfowl have cloacas, so, you know. So they just go, they go hole to hole, and the man just, just skeets hard yep. enough that it goes into the other person, <laughs> the other girl's hole? Yeah, well, I mean, it's like a sawed-off shotgun, like, it, it maybe it goes even faster, because there's less shaft to go through. Oh, that's fun. Fun to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Again, apologies to Bree, uh, who does not like it when we talk about cloacas. I also don't like it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not bringing it up because I love talking about cloacas. It just comes up naturally. I know, but you can apologize to me. Okay, I'm sorry, Jess. Janine, are, you, are you fine? Do I you loved apology? it. I wish Great. we could talk more about them, to be honest. <laughs> uh, the fact that you haven't talked about it in five days or whatever you just said. Honestly. I think it's been a few episodes, yeah. <laughs> Fucked up really fucked up yeah. well, now i know those are the episodes i'm not gonna listen to sorry well That's we hear janine we hear you we see you it's so important to have different opinions and perspectives on podcasts so yeah. true that's why next week we will be having matt gates on so uh be ready so yes yeah, so we also saw um that house wren that was one of the first birds that we saw so janine if you don't remember the house wren let me pull them up for you I can also Google it if it's less work for you. I have a phone and, and a computer. Sure, Google it. This guy loves presenting. Ooh, I just got a notification on my phone that a sexual offender registered 0.4 miles from my location. Sorry, what app tells you that? Citizen. Does it tell you, like, like how bad, like, peeing outside or, like... That's... I literally was just talking to my roommate about that because I got that notification <laughs> recently. I don't know. They're, they're all moving in, I guess. But... Yeah. Uh, but I was like, you're being gentrified by sex offenders. I am. Do you live really far away from a school? I live so close to a school. Like, uh -huh. I don't, I don't know how I feel like I should, if they I have to leave to the backyard. Yeah. They like, can't, they can't cross their, their, the back of their house, but they'll go to the front legally. Yeah. Um, no, but I did have that conversation with my roommate where I was like, what, well, like what type of sex what it is what is it called sex offender offender that is the word that i was looking for yeah. anyways house wren <laughs> well real quick Wait, I... what was the conversation you were having oh yes yeah. i have I... add <laughs> um yeah that with my roommate where i was like it really depends on like did they just pee outside or did they yeah. or are they mm -hmm. a real bad guy so yeah yeah I think it's fun that you said a house or a sex offender registered as if like there's like a sex offender app you get to sign up for when you get booked. Well, you have and, to like, register. To... Well, I know, but I just like the idea of like you download it, like you upload photos of yourself. It's like a little social profile. Oh, yeah. I just you... think it's fun. Like Tinder? Yeah. It's like Tinder. Sex offenders? <laughs> yeah. And you can swipe and be like, um, which creep do I like? Yeah. <laughs> uh, do Wait, you think you're going to get a knock on? Oh, go ahead. What was I looking up? <laughs> house Ren. House Ren. Which I know has a W. <laughs> so we'll take that. Okay, these are the little dinky guys. They only live seven years. Oh, that's kind of sad, but also kind of freeing. These tiny birds can be aggressive. Did you see the? It says egg time. 
Egg time. I can't figure it out. Egg time. <laughs> That's fun. Oh my God. How long does it have? Yeah, egg time. Okay, so, so you guys see what they look like, right? Yes, they're cute. This is cute. I would I, yeah. I would categorize this as cute little guy. Yeah. Okay. So Hawk's not cute. House Wren cute. The categories, when you search it on the overview on Google, it yeah. says things to know, good or bad. <laughs> And then you can do the drop down. It says what if they're good or bad. And then diet, egg time, <laughs> and aggressiveness. Those what does egg bad. time mean, though? How the long does a house sit on their eggs? Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought that egg time was part of their diet. And I, I thought it's like, oh, they put on a bib because it's egg time. They're going to eat some egg eggs. time, right. baby. <laughs> um, also, their favorite food is mealworms and crickets. They have a favorite food area. Whoa! That is really that's cute. fun. It's like it's like their day in kindergarten where they get to put up that little poster. Yeah, I don't know if you guys that was ever my had favorite that. day. Yeah, that rule. I never got to have that because I had a birthday in August. So, the fuck does that mean? I think it was by birthdays for us. Oh, we just had like a student of the month. Kind Maybe of it thing. was a student of the week thing. Maybe student. I did do it. I don't remember. Guess you never we, were a student of the week. I mm. mine had a thing where it was like if you were a, a cartoon character, which one would you be? And you said and Peter in Griffin. First, in first grade, I said Piglet. <laughs> because he was so anxious, and so was I. Wow, that is like a very in-depth, self-aware... Oh my god. <laughs> that is yeah. simultaneously so cute and so sad. It's really sad. What would mine be? Yeah. Did your parents see that? How, that feels like a weird thing to react. Yeah, yeah I think like my mom flag. helped me get there. Oh. Or like, maybe it wasn't first grade, but it was like elementary school. Um... But my mom was always telling me that I was so worried, like Piglet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did it to you. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the house wren. So these guys are very cool. So they have the largest range of any wren in the in North America. They're all the way from Canada to literally the like the southernmost tip, like the almost to the Arctic of South America. They're even in the West Indies. So any bird that has the word house in it is going to have a very large range because that means they're very close to humans. And so because of that, they can spread from city to city as humans spread. We talked about house finches a lot in the hike today. So house finches are all over the United States because of human activity. They were um, kept as pets, um, marketed as Hollywood finches by uh, New York bird sellers, and they were just let out one day when it became illegal to own them. So when you see something with house, um, it's going to have that huge range. Um, or like house sparrows. We talk, um, House sparrows we didn't see today, but house sparrows came over from Europe. They're like one of the most common birds in European cities, and they came over here for that same reason. Uh, anecdote about past guest Lawrence, whose episode you listened to. Lawrence was like, I'm going to text you every bird I see so you can identify it. And the moment he landed in Spain, he texted me, What's this bird? And I was like, that is a house finch. We can see them here. <laughs> we saw a lot of them. <laughs> the most common, or house sparrow. I mean, like the most common thing on earth. That's very fun. He's That's like, oh fun. my God, exotic. And you're like, yeah. yeah. That is That's a, a house pigeon, sparrow. Babe. Yeah. <laughs> What's cool about these guys is they're secondary cavity nesters. We talk about that a lot. A lot of birds are. So a lot of birds rely on woodpeckers to build homes for them. And these are one of those guys. So they'll either live in woodpecker holes or if like a hole occurs naturally in like a tree, will do it. But these guys aren't building their own little holes. Um, and what's actually cool is their Latin name has the word troglodyte in it. Do you guys know what troglodyte means? No. Wait, it's is it like um, like dirty, dirty slut kind of thing? <laughs> so it has like an actual like, the, yeah, it means dirty slut. Uh, it has an actual definition, but it's used like as a derogatory term that basically is calling somebody like a cave yelling, like a caveman, basically. But it literally means hole dweller. So it's because these guys love to live in little holes. That's why they're called. That's why troglodytes in their Latin name. Um, but I think so, I'm, I think I would categorize myself as a troglodyte. <laughs> you love to live in little holes. <laughs> yeah, I just love like a little, like I like a little cave. And and also, if I would be a, I would steal people's uh, nests. Is what I'm saying. Because okay. if it's there, that's just resourceful. Why am I going to spend work making my own nest when there's like a sure. perfectly good nest right there? It's like, honestly, kind of good for the environment. Recycle, reuse. It's like, <laughs> like thrifting. Yeah. But for okay, nests. So today we learned Janine will excel in the incoming apocalypse when she just uh, takes over everyone's supplies and dwellings. Everyone's nests. <laughs> Talking about these nests. They love holes. They love nests. And what's fun about these guys is that like, eventually their house will slowly fill up with parasites like little mites and stuff which is not fun but they have a way to combat it which you two are gonna hate spiders um, now Jess, yes i knew it was coming 
YouTuber about spider haters. So what they'll do is they'll fly up to a spider's web and they'll find their little egg sack and they'll take the spider egg sack and put it in their nest. And then when it hatches, the little baby spiders will come out and eat all the parasites. That's kidnapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is kidnapping. Yeah, there's a lot of... A lot yeah. of spiders on built cartons. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But they don't know what they look like, so it's just every picture is the same, and it's just a little yeah. like, it's, like, have it's you seen? It's like, it's like those ones where they, like, try to guess what they look like now because it's been, like, 15 years, and it's just, like, the first spider on Wikipedia. It's like, this might be what it looks like. It's Charlotte from Charlotte's Web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I almost went on a Charlotte's Web tangent. We're not going to do that. Um but yeah, so the, they uh, they keep they keep their place clean. About Charlotte? I just think it's fun that uh, people were so enamored by the the spider was the run one writing words, and they're like, well, we have to save the pig, and it's like save the spider. That's the lesson here. I think eventually she does write some pig, but you know, it's whatever. I'm realizing right now I don't fucking remember Charlotte's Web at all. I don't either. Okay, the idea is that the pig's gonna be slaughtered, and then like she like writes words in her webs, and everyone's like, "This pig is magic." I don't know. It's not important. We'll, well cut that. Well, the pig obviously sparks something within the spider. Yeah. Well, I think they're friends. Yeah. 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 Actually, I don't think they are. They aren't. Templeton. I don't know. No, I think she likes him. I think she doesn't like the rat. Templeton. Oh. Okay, the fact uh, that you do you have like a photographic memory or something? You know I have the a pretty name good memory. of the rat in Charlotte's Web. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. We have to admit. That's yeah, yeah. Like if you asked me what I had for I... breakfast yesterday, I would not do well. <laughs> I only remember that the spider says salutations to the pig. Yes, and that's all I have. All I have is that there was a spider and there was a pig, and her name Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> in every relationship there's a spider and a pig so true oh my god preach <laughs> snaps jess i'm the pig you're the spider yeah i was gonna say <laughs> great uh anyway uh you can tell that i'm tired because i'm going on a lot of tangents today um we love tangents. anyways you I should really jess them. you really missed out on our our walk we talked about <laughs> it was a lot of being like i i feel like i was gonna say something but i really forget and then us just trying to circle back and remember because our ADD. Well, because you almost had a like, term for it. It was like you. Was, it was like some sort of like ADD. It wasn't like an ADD itch, but it was like that ADD feeling where like we have stopped a conversation ten minutes ago and we forgot where we were going. Like it was like. But it feels. What the word is. I, I feel. Yeah. Un unfinished. Like I feel yeah. like ah, oh, there's something I was gonna say, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I feel unfinished. That's uh, yeah. very profound. So true. Snaps again. Uh Anyway, so. You when you get blue balls? Are blue balls real? Yes. Because there's some real mixed reviews on that. So here's the thing. <laughs> yes, it is real, but a lot of guys will like use it for like it's not the girl's problem if you need to like go take care of it yourself. A lot of guys are like, oh I'm gonna get blue balls, so we gotta do this. And it's like fuck take care of it yourself, you fucking freak. Do your balls get blue? That's it. It's not a color change. It's like a, if you want to know, it's like cramping, basically. Like, it feels like cramping in your testicle. It's really rough. Oh, yeah. Sounds what so bad. Cramping. cramping. Oh, that's really okay, rough. Okay, I know. It's not like, it's not oh. as bad as menstrual stuff, obviously. Again, I'm not saying that, ugh, I'm not on the side of, like, people who are like, oh, blue balls are the worst thing ever. But, like, it doesn't feel good. This episode better be called Blue Jays and Blue Balls. <laughs> I think I'm going <laughs> to cut the blue ball talk. I don't really like Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my sister or mom to listen and be like, oh, he doesn't come all the time. Because <laughs> they want you to come. Know, yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I don't want them to think about it is the thing. That's a, they can't that's the they can't handle there. a world yeah. where you're not being satisfied. My mom worried me. She's like, I haven't listened to your recent podcast. I was like, I didn't know you're listening to any of them. That's uh, not good. She shouldn't do she that. She really shouldn't. I told really her not sweet. to. Well, I told she subscribed on Spotify only because I told her uh, she could, but she couldn't listen. Um, but if somebody told me not to do something, I would do it immediately. Anyway, back to the birds. So right, we're here for uh, birds. House wrens weigh as much as two quarters. What? Two? I don't mean two quarters of a pound. Coins? I mean like two little coins. That's crazy. Why is no one freaking out about that? Birds are That's super tiny. light. Like, bald eagles weigh 15 pounds. What? Bald eagles only weigh 15 pounds. No, they weigh, like, 100 at least. 
Look at him. <laughs> Janine, I don't know how to tell you this. You ever seen him? Look at him. I I, I've seen I have seen them in photos. Jess has seen them in person. She saw him uh, two episodes ago. That's but, uh, that's what was it? it takes a lot Sorry. to get something like to stay flying, so they have to be lightweight in order to fly. So So if their you bones are super shaved light shaved a bird, it would be like they got some long locks of feathers there. Because I don't think the feathers are pri- their primary weight. I think most of the weight comes from their bones and meat. I but think but I think are... but I think their bones and meat are are deep in there. They're really small. Yeah. Because for it to yeah. Only oh, be I see what you're quarters, saying. So you're saying a lot of the size comes from the feathers. Yes, that that would have been a smarter way to word that. Yeah. Uh, bird skeletons, when you look at them, they're always way smaller than you think they're gonna be. Like there's like owl skeletons, they're fucked up. They're like so tiny compared to how big the owl actually is. Um, so yes, these guys are super tiny guys, but despite the fact that they're tiny, you guys just said they're cute, right? Yeah, they're cute. They're fucking menaces. These guys are real pieces of shit. Don't care. So what they will do is that they are very, like, they love their... So Janine and I talked about you would kill people for their nests. Yeah. These guys do that Well, I didn't. I didn't clarify. I need to clarify. I didn't say I would kill people for their nests. I just said, if there was a nest, why not have it? Why not use it? Yeah. <laughs> So. Okay, I mean, but how are you gonna get it though? Well, let's not focus on the details. How does the how does the wren get it? Okay, so we're moving on from that. Uh, so the wren gets it by harassing and pecking larger birds until they leave their nests, or just straight up killing them. Sometimes what they'll do is they will evict them. They will literally tear their babies and eggs out of the nest so that the parents like, well, I guess we gotta go because the babies are dead. They will sabotage other nests by poking the eggs with their beaks so that the embryos die. This one's very weird. So, like, the typical landlord move is to, like, have guys come in and, like, take all your stuff out. But, like, what these guys will do is that they'll put so many sticks in a nest that it's unusable, which is, like, a really weird move. So, like, they fuck it up for both people. (laughs) That's pretty smart, though. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to do that anymore. I didn't realize. I thought it was, like, they had just moved on to a new nest. Like, I thought they moved out and it was, like, I I could just, like, squat. But now that I need to, like, kick them out, I don't want to do that anymore. I changed my answer. We believe, we believe you, Janine. We all believe you. But yeah, so in a lot of places, these guys are the main source of nest failure for like bluebirds, tree, swall- or tree swallows, and chickadees. Like they're real fucking monsters. But when it comes to their own nest, they're very temperature dependent and really sensitive to temperature changes. So they need to like, pre- like properly insulate their nest. If their nests get over 106 degrees for over an hour, then the eggs will all die. If they're under 65 degrees for more than a day, the eggs will also die. So they really have to make sure they keep their nests at like a really normal like temperature range, which is interesting. Interesting. Do they really, they take like people's hair? Um, I don't, they, I have to look at their specific nest materials. I would guess they probably use some hair fibers, but that's a good question. I have to look at their specific nest. Wait, not all birds, every, every bird's, they got different nests? Every bird picks different stuff for their nests. Yeah. Uh, it's like dec- how we decorate our homes. Yeah, there's uh, we talked about the uh, it's like how we decorate our homes. There's eclectic, there's uh, Scandinavian, there's all these Modern. different styles. Yeah, Jess, you're Scandinavian and I'm eclectic, right? Mm, I'm I'm moving away from ecle- or Scandinavian Ooh. in the past year or so. What are you moving to? Um, I don't know. French. I guess like mid-century modern. Okay. It'd be it would be the closest. But yeah, you're you're eclectic, I think. Yeah, but some birds don't even actually make nests. Like we talked about the. Um, western screech owl last or two weeks ago and uh those guys will literally just like whatever's in there i'm putting my eggs on it they'll just like show up to an existing nest they won't rearrange it or anything but other guys that's are super me. particular they only take like certain fungus yeah <laughs> yeah that's me i let that's any roommate i i have the roommate my roommate right now so, very talented designer can do a lot of stuff and i'm like hey can you just pick it all and i'll give you some money <laughs> I don't know any I don't care I don't know anything when I lived with my ex yeah. I was like yeah can you just like pick stuff I don't know how it's overwhelming yeah. well because for a while you were letting meatball pick and your house was just full of bones yeah it was just it was just like I didn't have a couch I was just sitting yeah. on bones <laughs> and so I did have to put a stop to that poor meatball uh, any other thoughts on the house round before we move on no nah, I forgot we were talking about birds <laughs> I was really excited to talk about design and little knickknacks. Oh, well, we can do a design podcast. We'll do a bonus. Janine, we'll have you back when we have a Patreon. You know what? I'm not the right guest, but you can talk to my roommate, Joey. <laughs> I'll set you up with him. Great. Awesome. Well, then I want to talk next about the scaly-breasted Munia. So do you remember seeing that guy at the very end, the brown guy with the speckles on his chest? 
Is that the one you got? That was the one where I screamed, holy shit. Yeah, the one you got really ex- excited. Yeah. It's scaly-breasted what? Munia. M-U-N-I-A. And it might be Munia. I don't know how to pronounce it. Like Nunya business. Let's see. Yeah, this one. You got really excited about this one, which made me excited about it. Oh. Because I don't know anything about birds, but I was like, when you're like, this is rare. I was like, oh my God, this yeah. is so special. But in reality... I don't, I've never seen or noticed any of these birds, so it's all pretty rare to me. But <laughs> you getting excited about this one, I was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> wow, this is so cool. It's like when, <laughs> when people get excited about like an event and then other people get on board and we're like, well, if it's cool, it must be cool. <laughs> yeah, it's like seeing a bunch of people in line for a cafe and you're like, we got to go here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I love these little freaks. I very rarely see them. And this today in particular was rare to see them because typically you see them next to water. These guys love to be near water. Um, so mostly where I see them is resting in reeds. So I'll see them in reeds at the LA River. Um, I saw them at Whittier Narrows on my birthday, but I've never seen them this far inland. So scaly-breasted munia, they're beautiful little guys. So for the viewers, they're completely brown, except they have like this sort of not checkerboard, but like this sort of like scaly black and white feather pattern on their chests. So these guys are actually a type of finch, by the way. Um, they're in a genus of finch called, oh yeah, no, Munia does. So Munias are just a, um, are a genus of finch. And this is one of the, the birds in that genus, this, this um, scaly breasted Munia. So it has a couple other names. It Spice is known finch. as, yes, great job, Janine. Thank you. It's because I just found an ad where you can buy them. Oh, yeah, they, oh. that's why they're in America. So they are an invasive species from India, and um, they're from, they're, I believe they're in India, Sri Lanka, the Philippines, and one more country in that South Asian um, area. I can't remember the name of. But So they came over here because they were um, ornamental birds. They were pet birds, and they got out um, as happens. So whenever people have exotic pets, they inevitably get out and form, you know, colonies in places they're not supposed to be. And it happens most commonly in Florida, California, and Texas, because those are southern states that have like a lot of climates that are more favorable to exotic species like this. But another name they have is nutmeg mannequin. <gasps> that's so, fun. But mannequin is not that like... That sounds like an improv team. That should, that's definitely that a wee team. That's got to be a wee team. Hey guys, we are Nutmeg Mannequin. <laughs> All we need from you is just one word to get started. <laughs> Here's Nutmeg Mannequin. We're going to do the pattern game for you. The, the thing that we all love <laughs> <God>. watching. <laughs> mannequin is not like the thing in the store though. It's a Dutch word. You guys know what it means? Any guesses? No. Person? Is it like that? No, wait, that's a different. Never mind. I don't know. So close, Janine. It means little man. So cool. basically they're a little nutmeg man. Because they're brown. Okay, that's really cute and fun. That's really cute, right? Why would you ever talk to me about the scaly-breasted munia <laughs> when I could <laughs> be talking about the little nutmeg man? Little nutmeg man. Yeah. Way more interesting. <laughs> it's about branding. You really have to brand well. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, oh, Indonesia was the other country. Sorry, that was, that it was in. Yeah, no, I think little nutmeg man is the way to go. So these guys are super cool. So. They are incredibly social birds. They will form flocks of up to 100 birds, which is a pretty big number. And there's an evolutionary reason why that's advantageous. Any guesses? Because uh, there's a bunch of them and they can, they don't get jumped if there's a big gang. Yes, that is 100% why they do that. So when birds are alone, they spend a majority of their time outside of hunting and resting on alert for predators. They're always looking over their shoulder to make sure nobody's attacking them. But the more birds they are, the less reason to do so. And they're able to eat more, to rest more, to be less stressed out. So by flocking in these giant flocks, these small birds have sort of collectively sort of, it's like basically a union. They have this like protection from each or from um, other predators and it allows them to go about their days a lot easier. So great job, Janine. They got to squad up. We went in different directions. You said a union, I said a gang. Well, I mean, if you ask, if you ask the AMTP, there's no difference. So, uh, wow. Topical. Sorry. But yeah, it's called the many eyes hypothesis, which is fun. Many, wait, what? Many eyes? Many eyes. And like, there's many eyes that can like watch out for the flock and stuff. Oh. Well. Not many eyes, like many M&Ms. Well, you're talking about yeah. mini nutmeg man. Which by the way, are you guys mini M&M or regular M&M? What's your, what's your preferred M&M? regular or maybe even peanut or caramel i couldn't tell you the last time i had a mini m&m i love to just get a tube of mini m&ms and shove the entire thing in my mouth at once it's my favorite thing i think the the ratio is probably better it's better it's better the chocolate candy ratio is much better but a tube of mini m&ms just quantity wise is so much less than a bag of m&ms 
Yeah. So like I, yeah. I'm if you give me like three tubes, yeah. I'll be in. But one yeah. tube, mm, it's not enough for me. The mini of every candy is a better ratio, I think. Really? Even like, like many the, the even mini, mini peanut butter the, cups? Especially the mini peanut butter cups. Hmm. I don't yeah. know if I agree. I'll say it. I'm on the fence about that one. I do love popping a bunch of mini um, cups in my mouth, though. So maybe they're good. But yeah, so these guys are fun. So they do something really cool. So we talk about the way that different birds move around. These guys like to hop. Obviously, from place to place, a lot of small birds are hoppers as opposed to walkers. But while they hop, they do this little thing where they, like, flick their tails or wings, like, a little bit as they're hopping about, either vertically or horizontally. And uh, scientists have looked into it, and they're trying to figure out why they do this. Because these guys are such a popular, like, pet bird. They're studied a lot, so there's, like, a lot of understanding and what scientists think is that the reason they do this little flicking motion is that it started as just like something they involuntarily did to help them move. Like, oh, I can hop better when I like, flick my tail or like flip my wings. But then it slowly became like a social indicator. So they would use it to like socially communicate to one another. Saying what? That tells them, oh, time to fly off. So when they flick in a certain way, that tells them, all right, let's start flying. Let's go look for food somewhere else and stuff. So what started as just like a natural bodily reaction ended up being a very important communicator for these birds. I think if if I was them, I have a wing and I think it would be a lot more cool to take your wing and just be like, let's go. <laughs> just like, like to wave. Let's get out of here. Yeah, you got to okay. do hops. You got to do skips. It seems just like too much. Seems extra. Okay. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give your notes to God. We'll see what we can. Uh... Thank you. This is a Christian podcast, <laughs> so even though Jess is Jewish. I also have other notes, but please okay, first give the bird notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry about the hating gays thing. We're going to do the uh, <laughs> we're gonna do the birds. <laughs> Any other thoughts from you two on the scaly breast and Munia? Yes, I wanted to say that it looks cool, so I, I understand why people choose it as a pet. But yeah. I can't help but feel like their outfit is really clashing. Wow like checkerboard with like this brown like it doesn't it just as we booked tim gunn on the podcast it just doesn't really i agree go thank you it just doesn't really i think go. it looks nice i think it's fun well, i wouldn't wear it but i think it's cool on them okay that's what people that's what people say about ugly outfits they're like i wouldn't <laughs> wear it but it's it's really cool that you are mm. that's that's you saying that bird wears an ugly outfit uh, any other birds you want to talk about, Janine, that you remembered? Oh, my gosh. Well, I was going to bring up that one, Spice Finch, uh, Tiny Baby yeah. Daddy nut Nutmeg Man. <laughs> Just because you got so excited about it, I was like, "This, that's pretty cool. It like yeah. made me excited about it. Because yeah. some, some of the birds, I was like, whoa, what's that? And it's old news yeah. to you. You're like, oh, that's like a house finch. They're by a lot of houses. Well, I, d I did say that to you at one point in the hike. I'm like, hey, I do this a lot. If I am bored by something you're interested in, please tell me so we can stay longer. Otherwise, I'm just going to move on. So, uh, I wanted to make sure I didn't damper. I want to make sure I didn't damper what you enjoyed. No, not at all. That happened with the turtles where you're like, let's go left. And I was like, I'm going to have to check out these. Turtles. Oh, you did. Yeah. You turtles. did stop so we could look at it. Yeah, we did see turtles. A lot. Uh, and babies. Awesome. We went to the little pond. Yeah. Yeah, we saw two baby turtles, which is crazy. Aww. Cute. Because Janine, you bought turtles at one point from Chinatown. Yeah, they sell like those tiny little turtles that they're like, it's going to stay small, but they don't really, they just grow. But it started to grow and I was like, oh, I don't really have like the right environment for them. So I found like this turtle rescue. And so it went and lived in some beautiful pond somewhere. Oh. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. No, we nice. agree. Sorry, any other birds you want to talk about? We got, <laughs> got distracted again. Any other birds I want to talk about? Parrots. Oh, yes. So you, just in general, you live by a bunch of parrots, right? I do. Yeah. They, it's the, I, people just call them the Silver Lake parrots, I think. Or yeah. Whatever. Uh, but there's so many rumors about how they got here. And I just think that's really fun. But I initially yeah. brought up parrots just because I think it's crazy that they talk. Yeah. So. We're going we're gonna to talk about a bird a little later that also does some mimicry. But yeah, a lot of birds are pretty smart and they can sort of learn how to um, repeat stuff. Like a lot of corvids, starlings, stuff like that. It's kind of crazy how smart some birds are. And mockingbirds. So on the yeah. app, on the app, if it's a mockingbird, it'll give you a yellow half a circle saying it's not sure. See, you remembered stuff. You don't have a bad memory. Yeah. So yes, we saw some mockingbirds today. or uh, I think two or three. Yeah, we saw a couple mockingbirds. And I was telling Janine how they fool the Merlin app sometimes, which is fun. 
the only thing that I think about when I hear the word mockingbird is mm-hmm. from Dumb and Dumber when they're in the van and they one of them goes like mock yeah ing yeah bird and it's like to annoy <laughs> the the other dude if you're yeah. listening right now go look up that clip i swear i'm yeah i don't think i've seen that movie that so that up. sounds fun you've never seen dumb and dumber the only i wasn't allowed to and my my siblings and mom were watching it as a kid but i do remember sneaking in for the one part where he shits all over the walls and the dad finds it and yells about it and it was the funniest thing i had ever seen as a kid so that was pretty fun you have all of charlotte's web memorized word for word but you've never seen dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah, i saw charlotte's web a lot more than dumb and dumber so you gotta get also i wasn't like a 17 year old being like oh boy it's charlotte's web time like i was a kid there's no way to know okay well moving on well janine what was your favorite bird today that you saw today my favorite bird that i saw today was I, w- I want initially my first instinct is to say the red-shouldered hawk, but I want to change my answer to the little nutmeg daddy baby boy man. Oh, because Dewey got so excited about it and it's wearing an insane outfit, and I think that's really <laughs> fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a '60s mod guy almost, like with that like clashy in the checker pattern. Like that's an eclectic bird. You're talking about eclectic yeah. styles. Yeah. So that I would Maybe say that your favorite? little spice finch oh, is my fave. Okay. Nice. Do uh, you too? Yeah, 100% the spice finch. That was so fun yeah. to see the little scaly breasted moon. Okay, nutmeg mannequin. I love those little fuckers, and I never see them. Whenever I see them, they're too far away because it's on the river, and they're in the middle of the bank on some reeds. So it's very <laughs> cool. we literally saw it. like They have like little planter boxes set up, and we saw it in one of the planter boxes, and it was fighting and actually got fought off by a house finch. Like, a female house finch came by and, like, attacked it until it left the theater, which was really cool. I got some photos of that. You'll see them on the Instagram, hopefully, if they turned out okay. Yeah, it was a double whammy of cool bird I love and never get to see, plus cool behavior. So it was a really great moment for me. But also, I wanted to know, like, what do they have in those bird feeders? Because I made a bird feeder in pottery that's, like, a, a man who... It's like... Oh, yes, a, I remember seeing this. Yeah, A man, and the bird seed comes out of his mouth like he's puking. <laughs> and... No bird has ever eaten one single seed out of it. So it's not the seeds that are the issue. Birds just take a while to recognize that something is a provider of food. So typically you need to wait almost like six months for something to happen. And I think with yours, it's going to be even harder because the ones that we saw were clear. So you could see the seeds inside of it. But yours, uh, I imagine that they can't really see through the uh, pottery all that well. So they have to be looking, unless the mouth is like overflowing with seed, they might not notice it's there. It is. So I, I made yeah. it like a big pile. Um, and then I was like, okay, maybe they're just like not, maybe I need to do like um, a trail, like. Um... Hansel and Gretel? Thank you. Yeah, Hansel and yeah. Gretel. Uh, and so I was like putting other piles of bird seeds in other places so that they could be like, whoa, this is like a bird seed vibe. Um, but it has it has been up there for a year, so I've okay. now just decided it's a decoration. Did that did that just turn into a bunch of squirrels or rats in your backyard at that point? No, not one single thing oh. touched the pile. Wow! And I have so many birds in my neighborhood. Half the song, anytime I've ever made a song, I'm like, it's a creative choice that I have to include birds because they're usually very loud. Oh, you know what I bet it is? They saw a ginger putting food out there, and they're like, she is going to trap us and put us in stew. That's what's going to happen. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Son of a bitch. My favorite bird I saw today was on the ride out because screw (laughs) you, pal. (laughs) Would you go birding again? I would, yeah. I actually really would. I would want to go somewhere where we maybe would see different stuff. Not for any specific reason, just because I feel like I'm like, saw that one already. (laughs) old news i already know about that one what's next so i'd want to go somewhere to see other stuff um well that's literally that's what birding is the difference between birding and bird watching is that bird watching is just like sitting around and letting the birds come to you and like just sort of bird watching in like a park or something birding is where you specifically make trips to either see birds or see a specific bird so uh, that's a very common I thought they were the same. I didn't realize that they're... No, it's like a stupid... It's like a... I personally hate the distinction. I think it's dumb. I just... I only say birding because my dumb little brain likes to be, like, correct all the time. But, uh, there's... You know, that's really the only difference. It's like anybody who's mad about you for confusing them is an idiot. And sorry, listeners, if you're one of those people. We were... uh, Lighten up. We were watching them. 
No, we yeah, no, but it's bird watching is more past. Basically, it's like it's almost like to me feels almost like gatekeeping, where it's like the way that like the real nerds can distinguish themselves from like the hobbyists. But uh, which ones are yeah. the nerds? The birders. Oh, okay. They're like, yeah, we're yeah. going out. We're on a mission. You fuckers are just yeah. sitting around like lazy. Bird watchers is like in the park, little bag of bread or whatever. But you know, it's whatever. But yeah, awesome. So that brings us to our final segment before plugs, which is part of our event. Oops, all J's. We're going to discuss the first J of the event picked by our very own Jessica Christiana. So Jess, do you want to introduce today's bird? I've seen this bird twice in the past like two months, um, which I think is interesting. And it's a Stellar's J. So I'm going to share my screen with you, Janine, unless you want to Google it. But I already Googled it. <laughs> Way ahead of Perfect. You. <gasps> uh, oh my god this is a good yeah. bird this is this guy's fucking cool right that's a good bird so these guys are going to be they're mostly they're almost exclusively on the west coast so let me pull up their range again um i believe they're in like oh jesus what did i do wrong uh they're all over northern california and a little bit where'd the fucking range go hold on I can tell you because I saw yeah, them you. in Alaska and then I also saw them in Big Bear. So they go all the way down <laughs> that coast. Yeah. So they're, uh, they're from NorCal all the way to Alaska on the, on the coast. And then more inland, they're in like Idaho, Montana, um, those four states that intersect. So Arizona, Utah, New Mexico, uh, Colorado, and then down into Mexico and a little bit of Central America. So these guys are really cool. So for the listeners, to me, they kind of look like a blue jay that's been in a cartoon explosion. Uh, so they got like that blue body and then like uh, their head is like totally black. And that sort of does differ um, further south. There's a lot more blue on their crests and stuff. But for the most part, that's what they look like. Um, so these guys are super cool birds. So they're one of only we have several species of jays in North America. Thank God. because Otherwise, we'd have a hard time filling out this segment. Uh, we have several species in North America and they, along with blue jays, are one of, are the only two species that have crests. So when you look at them, they have that cool, like, black crest on top of their head, like that sort of uh, mohawk The deal. mohawk? I was going to yeah. say, he's got cool fucking hair. Right? Yeah. Like, that's... This guy fucks. Yeah, this guy fucks. For real. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and that, that it's typically blackish brown, but as you go <coughs> further south into Mexico and stuff, you get a lot more blue there, uh, which is more common. The birds in tropical areas typically have more color, so that's just a fun little thing. Um, so blue jays, because I'm assuming because of climate change, woo, are constantly moving their range westward. Um, so they're actually encountering a lot more stellar jays, and they're making a lot of hybrids where they two meet, which or where the two meet, which is pretty cool. So you can see a lot of hybrid blue slash stellar jays. What do those look like? They're just extra. Let me see. I haven't actually Googled it. Let's see. Stellar. Also, I just found this little blue picture, Jay and he's just hybrid. a little guy. He's got a couple little like <laughs> nuts in his mouth or something. <laughs> I just think that's so cute. Good for him. So yeah, we'll get into that more. But these guys are big um, cachers. They love to hide. Um, they love to hide their food and come back to it later. Uh, let me hold on. I found some photos of the hybrids. Let me share my screen. Wow, birds. So this is sort are of what like they look people. like. There's such a huge range of some <laughs> where you're like that one's really pretty and you're like that one's okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so these are what the hybrids look like oh my god they're creep they're they look scary so it's just like basically they look like a little mix between both of them as you'd expect a hybrid to look but yeah crazy corvids yeah crazy corvids. look at this guy but yeah so they're pretty cool but yeah so what's fun about these guys is they're little mud pigs um so they and blue jays are the only jay species who make their nests out of mud wow so they'll like sort of like adobe houses they'll like they'll like take up mud build a nest out of it the nest will dry and it'll solidify and they have a little mud nest why i don't know the exact evolutionary reason um different birds build their nests in different ways for some for you know whatever purpose it ends up serving but i imagine that mud is pretty sturdy it's like that adobe those bricks like once it dries up it gets pretty cakey so it's not like not like a big ass i mean like you know like it's like a strong cake thing sort of thing yeah they um, should so really I, tell the other birds that seems really sturdy well but i mean i think i'm sure there's some disadvantages for it too but you know some birds do this do stuff differently just like stellar sea cows they're named after um 
Jorg, it's George, but it, there's no E at the end. George Steller, who's like a, a naturalist who was on a Russian um, expedition when he discovered them. So it's Steller Sea Lion, Steller Sea Cow, and Steller's Sea Eagle are the other ones this guy named. Is a sea cow just a manatee? It's extinct. Yeah, it's, it's been extinct for a while. Oh, a lot of manatees in Florida. I've pet oh, some right, manatees. Yeah. I've hung out with some manatees. Yeah, shout out to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom actually is legally a manatee. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, watch out for speedboats. What's fun about these guys is they are jays, which means that they are giant assholes, which is common for all jays and corvids. So these guys are like big nest robbers. So they'll like, they'll attack nests, they'll steal their eggs and stuff. So I was talking about it with Janine. If you ever see a baby bird nest, make sure that you're, there aren't other birds around who see you because jays, if they see you looking at a nest, they'll think, oh, there's got to be eggs in there and they'll go attack them and eat them, which is not great. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So we're like, we're like, wow, it's so beautiful, but we're accidentally like snitching. Yeah. But uh, more on that, on that stealing. So these guys, as like I said before, they're big cash birds. They love to get food and then store it for later. Um, so they'll take like um, a bunch of like nuts and stuff. They'll put it, they'll hide somewhere because they have an incredible spatial memory. So again, corvids are very smart. So they have a great memory for where they keep things and where they hid things. Um, and because of that, they also raid other birds' stashes. They'll like clock them like, okay, I saw this woodpecker hiding some acorns over here. I'm going to sneak in and steal those. But because of that, they also have to worry about other birds stealing from them. So it's a fun little balance I think there. that's that's who you would be because you have a really good memory. <laughs> so you think I turn into a thief or do you think I'm a hoarder? I, hmm, tomato, tomato. I think oh. that, <laughs> I just think you'd, you'd be like, I know where everyone's stuff is and I never forget. So you fuck okay. with me, I'm taking your stuff. That's really funny because Dewey's lost his wallet and keys six times this year. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, then maybe maybe I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do not leave me anything important. I will lose it immediately. Um, I did give you so my yeah. keys and you didn't lose them. Well, but I didn't find them. We looked for like two minutes in my backpack before we found them. So. Yeah, we, we did have to do a bit of a search. Especially because I had no memory of you giving me your keys, so that kind of freaked me out for a second. Wow. All the turns have tabled. Yeah. Um, so we talked before about how it's cool that parrots can talk. So these guys are also big mimickers. Um, we talked about it in the past when we talked about red-shouldered hawks. So blue jays, um, not, um, not seller's jays, but blue jays, mimic red-tailed hawks. They do it for two reasons. One is to warn other blue jays that red-tailed hawks are coming, and two is so they can go in and steal food and stuff. Um, so these guys also mimic. So they're really good at mimicking like other birds and stuff, but they can also mimic squirrels, cats, dogs, chickens, and some mechanical objects. <gasps> That's so fun. Birds are crazy, like, as because I beatbox, and there's so many sounds where I'm just like, I don't even, I wouldn't have any idea how to make that, but it's so cool that you can. But yeah. birds would be <laughs> the best beatboxers. They, Matt, a bird with a looper would be unstoppable. Oh man, I'd never book another show in my life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've looked it up, and so Stellar's Jays also mimic red-tailed hawks and do the same thing. So it really is just a Jay thing. It's just a Jay thing. Nice. That's what we do, Ain't though. nothing but a Jay thing. That's, That's what, what they do. say. Yeah. And then, uh, so then lastly, these guys are super social and they, so birds that make calls for like different reasons. A lot of them are, most of them are just for mating. They're horny. But these guys, according to allaboutbirds.com and some of the more research I've done on like Wikipedia and stuff, they love to just make constant commentary on what's going on all the time. So they'll just like, it literally says they keep a running commentary on events. So they're like, food's here, predator's there, run, here we are, hello, how are you, mate, are you horny? Like stuff like that. They'll just keep running their fucking mouth to like sort of indicate what's going on, which is really fun. That's really fun and also so fucking annoying if I was a bird. I know, right? I'd be like, yeah, we know food's here, dude. We're all eating the food. And they'd be like, food's here, food's yeah. here. <laughs> I, would, I would maybe kill those ones yeah. and take their nest. But that's not my fault. That's their fault because they're yeah. really, really annoying. Yep. Awesome. Any other thoughts from you guys on the uh, Stellar's J before we wrap up? Nope. Cool bird. Also, my microphone like moved away from my face at the end there. Hope it still picked up okay. Awesome. Uh, well, then that wraps up our bird talk for today. So, Janine, thank you for coming on. Do you have anything to plug? 
Thank you so much for having me. I post, I do a lot of shows in LA and places. You can follow me on Instagram or any internet thing at J9 underscore Hogan. Um, and I'll update there about uh, where I'm doing what I'm doing stuff. Hell yeah. I'm going to plug Sela again. So again, volunteer with Sela. I'm not going to hold a speech. You can look up my old episodes. And then plug this podcast. Please share this podcast on social media if you love our stuff. Follow us on Spotify. Again, right now we are at 29 Spotify followers, which means that we are 171 Spotify followers away from my 200th follower special topless episode where I will record a whole episode topless. Um, so yeah, so make sure you follow us on Spotify. I know. So make sure you follow, follow us on Spotify, share us with your friends, leave a review on Spotify, leave a review with a comment on iTunes. So far, we only have one, and it's great, but we'd love more. Um, so yeah, share us with your friends, share us with any bird perverts in your life. But yeah. Perverts? Perverts. That's bird a good verts. one. Birdverts. Bird like birdverts. Um, awesome. Well, Janine, thank you for coming on. I'm going to leave everybody with the... Hey, <laughs> <laughs>